This is a jolt of joy on the Charisma Podcast Network, and I'm your host, Carol McLeod. You know, Micah in the Bible was a common man who was filled with the decision-making power of God. When you know who and what you are filled with, you'll begin to have a shift in perspective. God is counting on you to put him on display for others to see. The same call that God gave to Micah is the call that God has for your life. Let's dig into the word of God together. Have you discovered the power of Ulam Ulam yet? Those were the words that came out of the prophet Micah's mouth when he didn't like his circumstances. He declared, Ulam Ulam, on the other hand, I am filled with power, with the spirit of the Lord, and with justice and courage. In our two preceding days of this Bible study that I've entitled, What If? We looked at the first part of this Bible verse, Micah 3.8, and discovered what Micah meant when he said that he was filled with power and with the Spirit of the Lord. Today, we're going to look at the next two words that Micah talked about. He said that he was filled with justice. Micah knew that his presence, because he was filled with power and with the Spirit of the Lord would bring righteousness to every situation that he was involved in. Do you know that about your life too? Perhaps the reason that God has allowed you to spend time in the middle of a mess is because he knows that he can count on you to bring righteousness to that situation. Micah knew that because of Koach, which was the power of God, and because of Ruach, which was the spirit of the Lord, that he was able to deal with situations, events, people, and the culture he lived in the same way that God would deal with them if he were on planet Earth. And you know what? God is here. God is on planet Earth because you are here and because God lives in you. Micah knew that he could think like God thought, therefore he could decide like God would decide. Micah was filled with the decision-making power of God. And finally, Micah declared, I am filled with courage. This word courage was the strength to fight. It was strength that leads to certain and sure victory. Micah knew that because he was filled to overflowing with the spirit of God, that defeat was not in his future. That knowledge gave him courage and it should give you courage as well, my friend. Knowing what you are filled with gives you a perspective that is adversarial to your situations and to your circumstances. That's what this Bible study is about that I've entitled, What If? It's going to help us to declare with Micah, on the other hand, Ulam, Ulam, I am filled. Now today, we're going to take another route. We're going to leave the Old Testament and look at a situation in the New Testament that's going to help you with your what ifs as well. Would you turn with me today to John chapter nine, verses one through three. 
And as he passed by, Jesus saw a man blind from birth, and his disciples asked him, Rabbi, who sinned, this man or his parents, that he would be born blind? And Jesus answered, it was neither that this man sinned nor his parents, but it was so that the works of God might be displayed in him. Jesus saw the blind man is what John chapter nine, verse one tells us. He was passing by, he was on his way somewhere else, and yet he saw the blind man. The blind man captured the attention of Jesus. No matter what you're going through today, my friend, God sees you. Jesus sees where you are and what you're going through. Scripture tells us that this man had been blind since birth. It's the only person in the Gospels who is noted as having been afflicted since birth. There are others in the book of Acts, but this is the only person that the Gospels tell us had been afflicted since birth. I want to tell you today that regardless of how long you have been facing your particular challenge, Jesus sees you. He is aware of what you're going through, and he will not pass you by without noticing and addressing your infirmity. Well, in John chapter 9, verse 2, the disciples ask a typically Jewish question, who done it? Rabbi, who sinned, this man or his parents, that he would be born blind? The disciples said, what is the cause of this man's infirmity? Okay, let, let me turn this around for you for a minute. What if you are facing a difficult situation and have been dealing with it for a very long time? so that the works of God might be displayed in your life. You better hunker down and know this, that your life is about to be a demonstration of the glory of God. I hope that you will play the what if game and say, God, what if you have chosen me to allow the works of God to be displayed in me? I hope that you will declare Ulam, Ulam, over your infirmity. On the other hand, I am filled with power and with the Spirit of the Lord. I love what Pastor Rick Warren has said. Nothing happens without God's permission, but not everything that happens is God's will. God has his eye on your life today, and he wants to display his works in your life today. The works of God in John chapter 9, verse 3, is simply this. It's what God is able to do. The works of God are the business of God. It's his employment or his undertaking. And God was about to do what God does best in the life of this blind man. God was about to reveal himself and his power. God was about to bring glory to the Father and to act in mercy and in 
the miraculous. One thing that I have often thought when I have faced hardship or difficulties in my life, the words of an old Andre Crouch song come ringing back through my heart and my ears from decades ago. For if I never had a problem, I'd never know that God could solve them. I'd never know what faith and God can do. No matter what infirmity you're facing today, God sees you and he's about to do what he does best, display his glory in a life. In these three verses, in John chapter nine, verses one through three, we see the heart of Jesus toward sickness, toward unanswerable questions, and toward difficulties. It's so the works of God might be displayed in a human life. You know, in case you haven't noticed it yet, we don't live in a perfect world, but we do serve a perfect God. Our perfect God longs to get involved in the mess of our lives and to do what he does best. One of the things that I want to point out to you today concerning both of the scriptural references that we've been studying, Micah 3.8 and John 9, 1-3, what comes out of your mouth during a trial is of utmost importance to you. Micah declared, Ulam, Ulam, Jesus turned everybody's attention away from the infirmity and toward the glory of God. What comes out of your mouth when you're facing a trial is so important. I hope that you will learn not to worry out loud, not to whine out loud, not to complain out loud. My prayer for you today is that you will take every thought captive and that what comes out of your mouth will bring glory to God. I pray that what comes out of your mouth during life's most difficult hours will be words that are filled with faith and not with fear. Watch very, very closely what comes out of your mouth when you're confronted with a challenge. I hope that you will determine, like I have determined, that I will not use my words to describe my situation, but I will use my words to change my situation. I will use my words to describe God when I'm in a difficult situation in life. I will use my words to usher in the power and the glory of God into all of my challenges. You know, when you don't like your situation and your circumstances, when there are no answers for the difficult questions that life has brought your way, when all you see is devastation and sickness and disease and injustice and disappointment and discouragement, I want to remind you, don't talk like all that there is in life is all that you see. Talk about the glory of God. Although it might be hidden at this moment, give your life, make your life available as the vehicle through which God can demonstrate his glory. Usher the glory of God into painful moments and events through the power of your mouth and watch the healing begin to take place in your life. Thank you for joining me today on A Jolt of Joy. 
If you've enjoyed this podcast, I'd like to encourage you to visit my website at www.justjoyministries.com. It is my passion to help people live an abundant life through the power and principles found only in the Word of God. You can contact me at carol at justjoyministries.com. And as always, know that I am praying for you today.